It's game day across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. This is Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen, presented by Stateside Vodka. Beautiful day for football down at Lincoln Financial Field as the Eagles come home and have a desperate need to get their first win down at the league. Johnny Mack already in position down at the stadium. Yeah, it, it is a big one for a lot of reasons, Krause. All of a sudden, the playoffs seem real for this particular team. Uh, and, you know, to be fair, just about everybody on the NFC side has got stars in their eyes thinking about that last playoff spot, except the Detroit Lions. So everybody's still in this thing. And the way this season started, obviously, that's a positive development for Nick Sirianni uh, and Jalen Hurts as a first-year uh, coach quarterback tandem um, and they face a team at Lincoln Financial Field that is extremely extremely banged up especially on the offensive side of the football not going to be going to be without their their top playmaker Alvin Kamara really their two top playmakers if you think about Michael Thomas he's been out the entire season though obviously they're playing a backup quarterback and Trevor Simeon uh, both of their offensive tackles have been ruled out, and that's the best tackle tandem in the NFL, Teron Armstead, Ryan Ramsick. Um, so there's no reason the Eagles shouldn't win this game and get the monkey off their back because they're 4-2 and two on the road. They're 0-4 at Lincoln Financial Field. Johnny Mack, if you're Sean Payton, who has pretty good success uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles, how do you game plan when you're using or what is your game plan when you're using band-aids and pr trickery, perhaps? What is his plan coming into the game? Yeah, it's interesting because you, you do have that trickery aspect of things always on the table with Sean Payton because of Taysom Hill. And he's questionable. We don't know if he's going to be able to go. So that's something to keep an eye on as the morning continues. Uh, the inactives will be out. Uh, about 11.30, uh, 90 minutes before game time. So uh, we'll get them in a little bit. Uh, you take Taysom Hill off the table, and that kind of limits even your trickery. And then you kind of lean on, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to lean on a good defense. It's interesting how quickly New Orleans has morphed from a, a team we always think offense, offense, offense. For years and years and years with Sean Payton and Drew Brees, now it's about their defense. Their defense is very good. For the most part, it's healthy. Um, mm. And they would have to win uh, a, a grinded-out, low-scoring game if they're going to get it done. Just too many parts missing on the offensive side of the football. I know it's been optional uh, all season long um, if you're the opposing coach in terms of speaking to the media uh, from the uh, from the city of the upcoming game, did Sean Payton speak to the media this week? Uh, he did not, um, and that was you know you never know what the reason is, but most coaches have talked. Um, I, I believe he is the third uh, who has decided not to speak, uh, and really the first. Uh, veteran coach who, who decided to eschew it because those guys know 
they tend to know, um, you know, try to help people do their jobs, be professional, things like that. Now, there's a lot of things going on as far as timing goes, especially as you get towards this time of the season on the calendar, just from a holiday perspective and all that kind of stuff. But that really ramps up this week. So a uh, little disappointed Sean Payton decided to uh, to bag that part of it. Uh, you never know what the, the real reasons are, but most people have done it. Malcolm Jenkins, of course, uh, coming back into uh, into the link. Um, any sound bites, any convo with uh, Malcolm prior to the game? What did you see out there? What did you hear from uh, the outspoken Malcolm Jenkins? Yeah, uh, the Saints haven't come out to warm up even yet. Uh, generally, this early, uh, it, it's the guys who are going to be inactive. And that's probably, uh, I'll get to that in a, a second, because uh, from an Eagles perspective, uh, Kenny Gainwell was out with the players that uh, typically are not going to play, like third-string quarterback uh, Reed Sinet. So it looks like he's going to be the odd man out on that running back rotation. And Jordan Howard, Boston Scott have done enough uh, to be active because Miles Sanders is going to be back. Uh, so it looks like Kenny Gainwell is going to be the odd man out. And a little surprised by that because the Eagles made a big deal, to be honest, about his ability on third downs and hurry up. And, and they probably don't have that trait now in the offense. But then again, from that perspective, it's hard to look at your locker room and say, uh, Boston Scott didn't earn this. Jordan Howard didn't earn this. So I, I, I think, you know, Nick Sirianni kind of defaulted to that. As far as Malcolm, yeah, I mean, this is big. Look, he loves Philadelphia. He still uh, has a home here. Uh, probably the two his two favorite cities in the world are the two teams he's played for, New Orleans and, and Philadelphia. So um, it's a big game for him. Uh, he certainly wants to. Uh, uh, ball out, so to speak. And he always wanted to do that mm -hmm. uh, against Sean Payton when the Eagles played the Saints for the same reason. Uh, he's still a very good player. He's still a very effective player. Uh, he's a big part of, of why uh, the Saints have the number one ranked run defense because he probably remains the most physical safety in the NFL. And Eagles fans know him better than most. He's great in the line of scrimmage. He's at the line of scrimmage. He's great in the box. Uh, but if you can get him in, in, in man coverage down the field, that's probably the weakness of his game. And um, he, he's a good player. He was a great eagle. Uh, and he's going to want to uh, really, really win this one and, and play really effectively. There's no question about that. From uh, Live from Lincoln Financial Field, this is football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen uh, as part of his pregame report. Don't forget, immediately following the game, the live postgame show with Derek Gunn, Mark Farzetta, Devin Caney, and then John McMullen reporting uh, from the stadium after he's taken in all of the postgame uh, press conferences um, uh, and the conversation from how the game plays out. Uh, Johnny Mac, uh, this is um, uh, as big as it gets uh, in terms of this season and this game and this moment in time 
for your Philadelphia Eagles? Well, I'm not going to go that far, Krause. It is four and six. They are a, a four <laughs> I'm allowed to do team. that, right? You're allowed to do it. Uh, and you know what? Uh, if you know, to me, it's more important because of the circumstance. And as I explained, look, I, I mean, you have to take advantage of these types of situations. Uh, we probably have a different com- conversation if Kamara was healthy and ready to go, if Ramsick was ready to uh, ready to go and healthy, Armstead. All these players, Michael Thomas, if he was here, um, they're not here. They're not playing for the Saints. And it's not the Eagles' fault that they're not playing, but they have to take advantage of the fact that they are not playing. Uh, They were able to do a similar thing in Denver, who was out with their two starting offensive tackles. They took advantage of it. They need to take advantage of it here uh, because – things are difficult in the NFL. And when you do get breaks from that perspective, um, you have to seize that opportunity. And and then you have to get the monkey off your back. It's been almost a calendar year since the Eagles won here. Uh, And and what used to be a significant, significant home field advantage for most of the Doug Peterson era, uh, they need to get that swagger back. Uh, uh, on their home field in South Philadelphia, and it's got to start today. Johnny Mack, I'll tell you, some uh, one group or one part of that team that has a lot of swagger right now, um, the offensive line, the big uglies, are they the best offensive line in football right now? Um, I, I would not say that. I would not go that far, but they're still top 10, and, and what's impressive about that is uh, Brandon Brooks isn't out there. Isaac Sayamalo isn't out there. So if, if, if it were Jordan Mailata from, from left, to li- left to right, Jordan Mailata, Isaac Sayamalo, Jason Kelsey, Brandon Brooks, Lane Johnson, I would say, yeah, that's if it's not the best offensive line in football, it's probably top two or three. The fact that they're still able to play at such a high level uh, with a rookie at left guard and Landon Dickerson, a second-year player at right guard playing out of position in Jack Driscoll. Uh, that speaks a lot to not only the depths, but uh, Jeff Stoutland's ability to get these guys ready to go uh, and get them up to speed. Because, again, I'll go back to last week in Denver. I'll go back to this week with New Orleans. Trust me, they're not going to have people ready to go. They're going to have significant... What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. 
agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Dips, you saw it already with the Broncos. You're going to see it today uh, with the issues on the offensive line with the Saints. The fact that the Eagles are able to get backup players and throw Nate Herbig in there at times as well, uh, up to speed and playing at a competent level, it really speaks to Jeff Stoutland's effectiveness as an offensive line coach. Well, they'll be tested today. The real matchup today, Johnny Mack, the Eagles offensive line uh, versus uh, the Saints uh, front four. Um, that's the ma- that that's the matchup. That's where the game will be decided today. Is that a fair uh, is that a fair statement or expectation? Yeah, I, I think a lot of people expect this to be a low scoring game because of the Saints defense and and the fact that the Saints just don't have many playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. So it's hard to imagine this turning into a 31-30 game. Uh, it's probably going to be a grind it out uh, type of type of atmosphere, and it is strength versus strength. And it's not only Saints uh, front four; it's their front seven, and really you add in Malcolm Jenkins as well, who we already talked about. I, I think the Saints have the most physical linebacker in the NFL. I said this all week, and uh, Demario Davis, uh, who was just in uh, just a thumper. You're going to see him. And I think they're the most physical safety in the game, and that's Malcolm Jenkins. And Eagles fans know how physical he was here for all those years. So they they give up 72.9 yards per game uh, rushing. Uh, the Eagles average 144 uh, over the last three games. It's been over 180. Uh, they've run for 200 uh, for uh, on, on two of those last three games. Um, so it is strength versus strength. I will say, if you look at that number, 72.9, the Eagles are going to beat that number. The question is how close. It's going to be somewhere in the middle. The fact that you have Jalen Hurts, he's going to add 40, 50 yards to your rushing total. And he's a big part uh, of the effectiveness of the Eagles running game. And he's going to be able to do that off schedule. So they're going to look good on the final stat sheet, they're going to be way over 72.9. The question is, are they at a hundred or are they at 150? If they're at the latter, they're going to win this game. I want to get a comment from you and talk about Jalen Hurts in just a moment, but one last, uh, one last follow-up to that comment, strength on strength, how different now or how tough or challenging toughs the wrong word. Uh, is it for Nick Sirianni to incorporate Miles Sanders uh, into the offense. Uh, now he's adding a third wheel, a home run hitter. Uh, what does that do? How challenging is that? Or maybe perhaps it's the wrong question. Maybe it's not challenging at all. Yeah, from Nick's perspective, I, I think a lot of people had that question. It's the old adage, if it's not broke, why fix it? And the Eagles have been so effective without Miles. Uh, there was at least sentiment in some quarters that, well, you should continue to feed Jordan Howard and Boston Scott and, you know, mix Miles back in. But Nick, from from day one, he said, nope, 
Miles is my starter. Um, and I think from his perspective, uh, certainly, and he's right, Miles is by far the most talented running back on this team. Um, and they're going to go with him. And they're just going to go back to the fact that he's their number one running back. But I do think where it changes is if Jordan Howard, for instance, comes in and gets hot and he has the hot hand or Boston Scott gets a couple touches and gets the hot hand, uh, I think they're going to lean more in that direction. Uh, and that's the, the, the small change. Uh, I do think that they have a small opportunity, and by they I mean Hor uh, Howard and Scott, uh, to earn more playing time if they're really effective early on. However, you know, if they get the football run for two yards, run for three yards, it's going to go back to Miles Sanders. And it, it, it creates a problem, but it doesn't create a problem other than a public relations problem. Because if you're not effective running the football against the Saints, look, the coaching staff knows why. This is a much better run defense. They don't expect to run the ball as effectively as they have been in the past. Most of the fan base is not going to realize that. They're not going to add that context in it. So it is a difficult week for Miles Sanders to get back in the lineup. But from the coach's perspective, they're like, he's one of our best players. Get him on the field. It's as you know, simple as that. You know what I hope is not missing, Johnny Mack, and that's the, uh, you know, the human element of uh, I've heard you reference uh, Jordan Howard as a uh, as an angry physical runner. Um, he's changed a little bit of the dynamic in terms of that, uh, not only running for big yards, but running hard through the line. Um, and that dynamic of playing angry and playing uh, and playing physical was part of the last couple of games, part of the last two or three football games. Yeah, it was, and and that's a fair thing to bring up as well. Defensively, uh, same thing with T.J. Edwards, a linebacker, and, and Davion Taylor. Uh, they brought more of a, a physical oomph to, to things. And, yeah, I mean, that's what Jordan Howard is. He's a physical guy. He's a physical runner. He's downhill. He's north-south. Uh, he's 230 pounds. He's a big guy. You know, if you go back to his first stint here, uh, and, 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 and the Eagles sort of developed or were starting to develop that thunder and lightning uh, type of system with Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders. Then he got injured with the shoulder, uh, and, it, and it didn't fully develop. Hopefully you can get back to that in the second half of the schedule and uh, have both uh, the physical presence and, and the game-breaking ability, and, and, and it complements each other. All right, good stuff. Last thing, Johnny Mack, and then I'll let you go. I know you got to get back to work down at Lincoln Financial Field. Um, game kickoff at 1 p.m. here. Um, uh, and again, I'm calling it the biggest game of the season. The playoffs are on the line. Uh, tweet from Mike Garofalo this morning that I saw, uh, Johnny Mack. The Eagles are pleased with Jalen Hurts' progress um, as a pocket passer. Agree? Uh, yeah, I think they're pleased with his progress over, over the past three or four weeks. Um, and they shifted the offense, I think, as a part of it from really the heavy RPO stuff, which is still involved. But 
uh, they went to more traditional looks and uh, put a higher emphasis emphasis on the running game. Uh, I do think they've seen significant improvements uh, over the past couple of weeks. But one thing I don't like and I haven't liked is this week-to-week mentality of Jalen Hurts is the guy this week. He's not the guy three weeks ago. Um, you know, let it play out. And you also have to play out the back end of if you if you want to move on from Jalen Hurts, how do you move on from Jalen Hurts? Whether it's somebody in the draft, somebody on the trade market, a veteran quarterback. There's a lot of moving balls. But, um, you know, for people saying that Howie Roseman shouldn't do his due diligence on Kenny Pickett, that's just silly. Uh, you evaluate everybody, including your current quarterback, and he's got a lot more football to play. And if, if Jalen Hurts isn't the quarterback next season or Jalen Hurts is the quarterback uh, next season, hasn't been answered yet because the stretch run here is going to tell the tale. They're four and six. They have a chance to make a run uh, with a pretty easy schedule. How does he handle the next seven games, the next eight weeks, the next two months? That will be the defining uh, issue of Jalen Hurts in the long-term future of this team, not this EKG every week. He's up, he's down, he's he's great, he's not great. Uh, people need to show a little more patience, to be honest. Well done. Great way to begin our football coverage here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Johnny Mack will dip in with you at halftime down at the link. Uh, great stuff. A uh, great Sunday morning report. Enjoy the one o'clock kickoff on what should be a beautiful day and the Eagles' first win of the at home of the 2021 season. Thanks, Johnny Matt. It's, thanks, Trousy. It should be the first win. All right, it should be. Uh, Good stuff from John McMullen uh, checking in from down at Lincoln uh, Financial Field. Uh, Don't forget, right back here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel, we'll have John McMullen uh, at halftime. And then immediately following the game, it's the live post-game show. Derek Gunn, Mark Farzetta, Devin Caney, and of course, John McMullen from down at the stadium. We're all presented by Stateside Vodka. Go to statesidevodka.com. Use that keyword, Jacob, as it tells you on the uh, bottom of the screen. You'll pick up 15% off of the Stateside Vodka Soda. Uh, Like so many of our subscribers have already taken advantage of that 15% discount. We thank uh, Stateside Vodka for being our presenting partner of Football 24-7. Enjoy the game this afternoon. We'll see you right back here at halftime on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Go Birds!